0: Got t- 10 seconds remaining. Oh!
1: Three, two,
0: Looks like go. it's going to be a draw. Looks like it's heading for a draw. Maguire down the line. North! Oh!
1: Hi everybody, and welcome to the Lot Pod, the Leeds Rhinos Lot Seventeen A podcast. Kindly sponsored by ACDMB, who are a branding and creative design agency based in Farsley, Leeds. They create standout brands. So, if any companies out there need a new logo or a brand refresh, just get in touch with ACDMB. Thanks, as always, to them for sponsoring us. Welcome to another Lot Pod special. Obviously, joining for me for this one,
0: as always, is Reese. How are you, mate? Yeah, really good, thank you. Another another midweek special. We're getting another, used to these now,
1: aren't we? Another spe- We are getting used to these. We've been so lucky with all our guests. We had Danica on last week. We've had Justin our Barry McDermott. Who's coming on tonight?
0: Um, So, fresh from her two, score, well, two tries on the weekend. Player of the spend, match. Player the match to St. Lee's Rhinos women's team to the grand final. Heritage number number five, which I find quite appropriate since she started as a wing as part of that's the first true. ever Rhinos women's team. It's uh, Sophie Robinson. Hi, Sophie. Hi, Hi yeah. How are you? Are you okay?
2: Yeah, I'm good, thank you.
1: Thanks for coming on. The first active women's player we've had on. So that's, that needs to go into your Wikipedia entry there. We'll put that in. <laughs> first one Don't on the like- pod.
2: Add it in after the call
0: today. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Danica, you said she was the first women's player last week. You've kind of just kind of put on a lower shelf now. Active. Active active women's First active. Yeah, there's there's different Wikipedia entries.
1: (laughs) I think we have to start with that amazing game on Sunday, Sophie. How are you feeling after that one?
2: Yeah, buzzing. We we knew what we had to do going into that game to get the win over Saints. But yeah, Mm. we just... Like looking around the pitch, like went in at half time, we were just like there's no in this game. Like I think we all knew going in at half time we, we had the win there. Um but yeah, mm. we're just so buzzing to go into the final now. Like we've worked so hard this year. Um yeah. we had like in the treble and it's not it's not paid off. But yeah, we set a name a few weeks ago to get to the grand final. Um yeah, we've done it. So the girls were just buzzing, can't wait to get out there now next week. And, and show, show what we're made of and show how we are when we actually perform together on the team. And
1: it's win another great. grand final?
2: Yeah, oh, fingers, fingers crossed. It'd be. Yeah, I was injured when we last played in the grand final, so yes. it's still a trophy for me that wanting to actually play in the final and achieve, so fingers mm. crossed but we'll get it again next week.
0: Obviously, in the lead-up to the game on Sunday, you lost Georgia Roach. Obviously, that's what everyone sort of thought was a massive injury. How how did the side go about overcoming
2: that? Yeah, Roach is a massive loss for us. This year, Mm. she's been amazing. She's got a nomination for Women of Steel. But yeah, I think it shows how strong our team is now nobody was worried that we wouldn't have players being able to step up into into her position. We probably have multiple players who could have pulled on like the halfback mm. shirt on Sunday. But Sam, yeah, she she's an amazing player and she stepped up. She showed like she's been training hard and she showed that she can step up into that position. So yeah, she is a massive loss Roachy, but we're just lucky that we've got strength in depth and we're gonna go out there in the final and, and play for her as well. Cause like I said, she she's an amazing player and fingers crossed she'll be right for England for the World Cup.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, went massively so fingers crossed. Um we're doing teammate questions later on, but in relation to the game, is there anyone that can scream louder than Zoe Hornby? <laughs> because when she scored that try, I think the whole of Headingley must have heard that scream.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was it was loud. I'd probably say Caitlin and Tash can give her a run for a money. You just <laughs> see the room and you hear one of them just randomly scream out. Uh, <laughs> they'll probably give Zoe a, a run for a money. But no, it was it was funny when Zoe went over. The try line and everyone just piled on top of her. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, I don't even think the ref had blown the whistle to finish <laughs> the game. <laughs> piled on.
0: There was unfortunately there was, there was a Saints player that had, had tried to tackle Zerry as well. You're all diving on the top of her There but, were five, oh,
1: Reese. Five five. <laughs> there were about five or six that,
2: that yeah. tried.
1: But there was no way the- they were stopping her.
2: Yeah, I could see you're like, underneath. And I thought, if I jump on now, there's no way she's getting out of here. So <laughs> thought, I'll just play off a little bit, let her get out, get on of here.
0: So obviously, looking forward to the to the grand final. What does the the build up look up to the grand final
2: uh,
0: as for you as a team?
2: Yeah, so training. Got, I think we've got another like four four sessions left. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, we'll just be improving on little bits that we probably didn't perform well against when we last played York. So we know we've got to fix up on on some things. But yeah, it would train last night, relax. Like everyone, you could just see how happy we we're to like still have another couple of weeks training together um Mm. so yeah we'll just enjoy each other's company the next two weeks because you don't get to like play in a grand final like all the time so we'll just enjoy each other's company um we'll have team feed next Thursday so yeah it'll just be nice to run up to the grand final but yeah we know we've got things to improve off, and yeah we'll we'll be focused tomorrow and we head back into training
0: Fantastic. It's a bit of a shame it's still on at St. Helens, if it been a, a Yorkshire Derby. It'd have been nice for it to be moved to Headingley, but I suppose we Big can't complain. We can't complain yeah. getting the grand final. Um, <laughs> so we, we normally obviously start with we can't we had to we couldn't go to over Sunday, but normally start with, you know, how you know how you got into rugby and obviously it was quite interesting with Danica last week and she got into rugby at well, a bit of a younger age, but really started playing at uni. Does your story differ to that? When did you start sort of getting interested in rugby and wanting to play the game? <laughs>
2: Yeah, so it was when I went to high school, um, I went to Farnley Academy and they had like a women's rugby team. So I just gave it a go there. Um, And then somebody from Farnley Falcons came down and they wanted to start up like a girls team. Um, So I went down to that and just started playing probably 12 or 13. I started playing with Farnley Falcons. Um, I did my ACL, I think I was like 13 or 14. And then I just just gave it up for a little bit I just continued with athletics um and then I went to college and I did PE and we had to like do like play for a team to like do it in our like a levels so I went back to Stanley started playing again and then just from there Rhinos came about in 2018 and I've always supported Leeds Rhinos I thought you know what I'm gonna go like for the trials and luckily got in I thought I'd done done appalling in the trials and I was like gutted after but yeah got in through the trials and then just been playing for Leeds since then Mm -hmm.
0: so obviously you were a winger I'm assuming in athletics you were you a sprinter
2: yeah, a long jump. Um, but I, yeah, once I did my ACL, I think that just scuppered any chances. Um, mm. Yeah, but I feel like if I didn't go into rugby, I probably could have like gone far in athletics. But yeah, I think just the body would give up on me now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i have got a history of uh, ACL injuries with guests on this podcast. Obviously, Danica done it a fair few times. Um, so obviously, it'd be great to talk about that trial. What were the trials like for the these runners? Like, what did it entail to to
2: obviously part of that to get into the team? Yeah, so it was, we just played games. So, because it was just forming the team. We are just playing, like, I think it was contact games against each other. um, Just, like, a few skill drills. But I remember, like, Chev Walker was down there, like, observing us. I don't even know Mm. who else. But yeah, it was just games. And then I got told after the first set of trials I'd made the team. Um, and then I think there was like further trials. Um, but yeah, it was like, it seems like so long ago now, even though it was only like 2018. But yeah, it just seems like years ago since the team mm. was actually formed.
0: Mm. And then obviously 2018 team starts good season, but I think I can't remember on the top of my head now. We were got we won the challenge cup that year, didn't we? But then we got yeah. to the grand final but lost lost yeah. yeah but what was that experience of the the first sort of cup final uh with the challenge cup and the and the victory how did that feel
2: yeah really good i think it because obviously coming from like amateur standing level i think it showed like the step up um from like the stadiums mm. were playing in like the crowd and even then we were starting to get like the women's game was starting to get like publicity um mm. and from them it's just it's just got better and better like Looking at the grand final we played in 2018, it was at like Etihad, you know, at the pitches at the side of Etihad. And mm. now they we're playing at like St. Ellen's and Headingley So it's just a massive step step up. That. And then yeah. next year we're playing at like Wembley for the Challenge Cup. So yeah, it's
1: just,
2: man, yeah, yeah, to see the progress that's been made within the women's game. I think it'll just continue, like, continue to grow now. Yeah. We certainly yeah. hope so. And Danica was talking about.
0: Because we, I asked her the question about, you know, do you do you feel part of the club as that women's team? And originally it was the, it was the foundation first, wasn't it? And it was moved across. But she was saying you had access to, you know, all the say the medical and physio and stuff like that. Did that obviously feel like quite a big step up as well? Obviously when you move from Stanley?
2: Yeah, definitely. Like having a physio, like I don't think you'd really get that amateur level. But yeah, even just the standards, like like just knowing like how you're meant to train what you have to do outside of training like there is Mm. such high standards that leads have of us which is really good and it's probably the same as like the men's that the standards they have like we are treated you know as like elite athletes um so it is a big it is a big change it is it is hard to adjust to like changing, you know, like your diet, changing like your fitness routine, but it is good. And Leeds have really invested in the women's side. And yet we do feel like part of like one club. And I think that's
1: the
2: thing with really like they want everyone to be like part of one club. Mm-hmm. Um, so Most teams and most players would say they do feel, you know, part of like one club at Leeds Rhinos. I think yeah, it's brilliant. probably so successful is like the support we get from everyone in the club and all the staff we get. We, we are really lucky. Mm-hmm.
0: I've got to kind of asked then. So when you're in, the, when you're at Kirkstall, do is it sometimes when the men's team are there because it, it, quite a lot of the points in the last few years, our women's side has been the team to shout about. And uh, you know, I've kind of got the head. I've got an image in my head: of the women going, "Oh, you lost again." Here, to that? Can't win. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do you ever get that? can't win. Yeah, do you get the opportunity to socialise and you know, obviously have that banter between the sides?
2: Um. Sometimes we see him, like, if we train on, like, a Sunday session, but because we normally train, like, evenings, we don't really get to cross over much with, like, right. the men team. But, yeah, Rowan Smith, he, like, came in the changing rooms on Sunday and spoke to us, mm. and he said, like, he, he's all about, like, having one team. So, it is nice that, they're, like, the players and uh, coaches are, like, looking out for our scores and stuff. Um, So, yeah, you do feel, like, over, like, the men's and the wheelchair, they're really, like, proud of us, and we're proud of them right. as well. We're yeah. proud
1: of you
0: as well. Thank <laughs> so you. So you've you've you start as a winger, but you moved to centre, haven't you? You kind of flirted between the two positions. Which one do you do you have a preference, or are you just happy to to be on the pitch? Uh,
2: if you'd have asked me at start at season, I'd have probably said centre. Um, mm. But I feel like now I'm liking the wing position. Um, I think the the centres we've got Hannah and Caitlin are just amazing playing in like mm. the centre just the lines of run and defence but yeah, I really enjoy playing outside in at wing um, so if you ask me now, I'd probably say wing but that, that may change due <laughs> you can
0: And then obviously moving on from 2018, you went into 2019 and that was probably a memorable reason season for you for probably the wrong reason really wasn't it we we've had an, uh, questions in here before about what's the worst injury you've ever had i don't think any of those injuries meant a game had to be stopped um <laughs> that was quite a serious injury wasn't it you got in 2019
2: yeah yeah so it was like a fractured my ankle in three places and dislocated it um so I was oh. like able to walk yeah for 12 for 12 weeks so yeah it was it was pretty nasty um, I didn't like after that I was like I'm not playing rugby again
1: understandable um,
2: even- <laughs> <I'm laughs> yeah, like I'm not playing rugby again but it's just like you you rehab and then you' run and it's like oh, do you know what I feel like I'm ready to like make a tackle now but yeah it's still it's still sometimes you're know, at the back of my mind I think especially especially when I'm getting tackled um but yeah it's it's all like screwed together now so I, I think it'll I think it'll withstand anything. No, it's got better. Do you think
0: the the break of the 2020 season might have helped that a bit in terms of the recovery and not obviously having to come back so quickly?
2: Yeah, definitely. Like throughout lockdown, I was just rehabbing. Like I was able to do like online Zoom calls and uh, yeah, I was just rehabbing. I'll probably like, yeah, it probably did help me. Um, Mm. But yeah probably didn't because I didn't like get hands-on physio and stuff but mm. yeah it was good just to have a rest just rehabbing my own time and not have the pressure of you know what I need to rush back for this game yeah. um but yeah the deadline yeah mm. yeah
0: I think it's quite an important moment to, to highlight as well that obviously the women's the women's side aren't paid in the moment as much as we would like it to be a move towards professional so obviously having an injury as such of that did, did that is the, the actual side of where you make the money to pay your rent, did that was that affected at all, or
2: were the injury? Um, not for me, because I'd just finished uni, so luckily I had insurance, so I just went travelling. After I was um, <laughs> out of my boot, I just went travelling for a few months, and mm. then I came home and lockdown happened, and I was looking like I got like straight into a job. So for me, no, but I think that is like a big worry for a lot of women is, if they do get injured. Like, yeah, yeah mm. how... how like pay your bills and get to work. So yeah, I think that is probably something like the women's game need to look at, like offering like insurance to all players, and Absolutely. Just, uh, mm-hmm. if, if you, you know find yourself injured and not being at work for like a long period of time.
0: And then twenty twenty one again, a good season, but unfortunately just came short. But you beat them last week, so you got you got you got the payback. <laughs> okay. You yeah. And for the Challenge Cup this season as well.
2: Yeah, disappointing 2021 because I think we knew we had all the answers to win, especially the grand final and we just didn't perform. But yeah, we knew we could win them on, on Sunday and we showed that. So now we've just got one obstacle of York to get over and fingers crossed we'll be lifting that trophy um, and grand final winners this year.
0: Certainly hope so. And obviously this year, the, the, obviously with the crowds returning in full full flow, you've had some really good attendances. I think the Challenge Cup was the highest for a women's game. What was that pl- like playing at Ellen Road?
2: Yeah, amazing. Well, I didn't play in that game. I was just I was just a spectator. But yeah, it was really good atmosphere. Um, and it's nice to play in like Ellen Road, like massive venues like that. that yeah. probably, but you don't, won't get a chance again, like probably to play, mm. play in the stadium. Like that so it's just massive that we're now like getting this platform and I'm just hoping as the game progresses we start getting a bigger like fan base and we start getting more supporters because you see like when we've been playing before at Headingley we're getting the crowds in and especially as it gets closer to the men's game we're getting more like fans in and hopefully them coming in and seeing like the standard we're playing that's just making them think oh next game I'm gonna go watch like a full game so mm-hmm. yeah I'm yeah, I think the fans will definitely like progress. And Leeds fans are amazing anyway. They always get out to support us, be it like at Wheatwood or Headingley. They're always there cheering for us. So it's really nice. I have to
0: admit, I do enjoy watching the double headers, And one of the main reasons I enjoy watching it is obviously at the end of the game, all the team come the south stand and the amount of young girls that are down there, you know, asking for photos of you and autographs. Is that a bit surreal, you know, having photos taken and autographs? I mean, I, I find it strange. I mean personally, I would probably cry if I got on the head on um pitch. But like, is that still a bit surreal? Does that still feel real that people are there, like kids are asking for autographs and signatures and stuff like that?
2: Yeah, yeah, it's really nice though, because obviously like mm. growing up, I obviously couldn't look to like a Leeds Rhinos women and be like, oh, I want to grow up and be playing for the Leeds Rhinos women's team. So yeah, it's just nice to know that we're like making a positive difference. And hopefully we're we're like role models for these young girls so they can know do you know oh you are
1: athletes? without a doubt you are definitely mm.
2: like the women's team and hopefully by then they'll be able to be like full-time athletes so yeah it's just nice that like young young girls are able to come out and see someone similar to them like playing on a pitch and hopefully they can achieve the dreams of playing for like a Super League team when when they're a bit older mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. brilliant lot of any questions from
0: you about just the career or do you want to move on to the teammate questions
1: I've got one question about Wembley. Obviously, you kind of mentioned it earlier about, but I mean the prospect of playing at Wembley Stadium. You spoke about Ellen Road. I mean that's that's a massive boost for the women's game. That the Challenge Cup final is there too.
2: Yeah, it's so good. Like I've been saying, mm. every it needs to be at Wembley Challenge Cup yeah. final. Um, so it's got. I'm glad that it's finally happening happening next year. I'm just hoping it's Old Trafford soon as well for grand final because that's one stadium like. I just love going to the grand final. I think it's such a good atmosphere, and I'm just hoping mm. that we get the chance to have the women's grand final there as well. Because I think I think mm. we deserve to play it like the top stadiums, and I think it just makes That's an amazing, yeah to have like a curtain raiser before the men's game, just kick off the day um, with like a high quality women's final. So yeah, fingers crossed we'll get there next year. Because I just think you will. That, Yeah, it's just um, it just be amazing to play it like Wembley. It's such like an iconic stadium.
0: You mentioned going to like grand finals and stuff. Have you got some favourite moments as a as a fan of Lee's Rhinos that you've you've been to?
2: Um I think it was when did the win three three years in a row. I just remember like mm-hmm. watching the finals. Like, I, did, yes. I think I must have gone to two of them and then I must mm-hmm. have been watching at home. But yeah, I just remember like the Rob Burrow, the Kevin Sinfield, and I think that's probably like the years I enjoyed, you know, watching rugby the most and got into rugby. Oh, well, we all did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we was did. I just smile looking back at like the tries and the memories because it was just such a good like period for the Leeds Rhinos and, mm. and got into like rugby league.
0: Mm-hmm. I do find myself going back to those games highlights sometimes. Like, if it is it, in a weird way, it's a bit of not like a stress reliever, but if I'm not in the best of the mood, sometimes just watching those games and watching those tries and stuff, it is it is such good good memories. And we were mm-hmm. we we grew up in that area. He he was bald by that time, was he? By the time <laughs> he got to that, that time, because he got that much stress.
1: Yeah, and well, gone. Lost <laughs> it all. Thanks for that race. Uh, <laughs> just some questions on um, just on your hobbies and interests, just to. Kind of utilise your time to get to know Sophie Robinson as a person. You know, we know you're a great rugby league player and talk talk about the game very well. Uh, first questions are on travel. What's the fa- you mentioned travelling a little earlier there? What's the favourite? What's the favourite place or two that you've ever visited, Sophie?
2: Oh, this is our because travelling is, like my favourite thing to do. I right. uh, probably say um, probably Bali. Um, I love there. Oh, wow yeah um but I also I love a beaver uh, I've been for like the yeah. past two years and it's just somewhere if I could I would go out and live there because I just think it's like got the party vibe but it's got the chill vibe as well and it's just so mm. nice um mm. so I'd say yeah beef or barley but I went to Bahamas this year with with Jamil. wow yeah, yeah. and yeah. that was well for like a different reason because obviously I was out there with rugby so mm. yeah I can't pick anywhere we saw. <laughs> yeah, as long as I've got sun, I won't born.
1: <laughs> is there a is there a place, a country, a city that you've not been to that you'd love to, to visit?
2: Yeah, I want to do Jamaica. I'm, I'm half Jamaican. I feel like I, I should have been by now. So yeah, hmm. Jamaica's definitely on my list. And I want to do Morocco as well. That that's on top of my list, hopefully, at the start of next year.
1: <laughs> yeah, head out there. Yeah. Uh, music, we got some. Favourite bands or artists?
2: Um, I'd probably say I love Rihanna. She's probably like the top female artist. Mm. Um, but yeah, I like like J Host Dave. Um I like that sort of music as well. But yeah, oh. my are random, <laughs> like random mm. music just all the time.
1: Is there a typical or type of music that you just can't listen to? just don't, don't sit right with you.
2: Hmm. Oh, I don't know. You know, I probably mm. say like musical, like musicals. I'm not really a fan of. Like,
0: oh, Reese loves those.
2: <laughs> yeah. I, I, I
0: generally do. <laughs> Rocky I, Horror will change your life. I'm just putting it out there. Awful. The <laughs> I don't know why I've just said that on camera. That is not great.
1: <laughs> this uh, is live, Reese. Yeah, I know, live.
0: That can't be taken <laughs> back now. It?
1: We can clip yeah. that now put that on, the, put that on Twitter forever. Um, on to films. What are some of your favorite films, Sophie?
2: So I'm not a big like film watcher. I'm really mm. bad. Like since TikTok's been about, I have no attention span. Um, so I'd probably say yeah. it's probably like Grease or Parents Trap. But it's probably because mm. I've not. I hardly ever watched. You film, haven't seen but, a yeah.
1: film since Parents Trap.
2: Did, <laughs> yeah. you, did, you, did you say Grease? <laughs> Grease. Yeah. yeah. You don't yeah, like, like musicals. No, Grease is different. <laughs> no, I love Grease. Greece, that, <laughs> like the most famous one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Most famous mu- musical ever.
2: <laughs> no, I like the songs on there. I think probably because I grew up with it. Mm.
1: Um, TV. Some of your favourite TV shows, or something you've been binging, or something you'd recommend people to watch. Oh,
2: um, well, i Well, I'm quite. I love my soaps. I'm quite like an old woman, to be fair. So. <laughs> I I, Emmerdale. Yeah. <laughs> so i I'd, I'd recommend everyone to watch Emmerdale. everyone says it's yeah. like an awesome program but i'd recommend it um but a really good one i've just started season, well, series 2 is capture from on bbc to bbc um but it's so mm. good it's, uh, yeah i'd recommend everyone watching it because i'm like gripped and it's hard to grip me now like mm-hmm. watching a drama but that's fully gripped me so yeah capture on bbc you will not be capture. disappointed the they do like
0: a, a a police drama, don't they, on the BBC? Like, isn't yeah. it like Line of Duty, Happy Valley? Broad... I love line. Was it. Was it? Yeah. Broadhurst? Yeah. yeah. They
1: love it, don't they? Yeah. On to food now.
0: <laughs> this is a specialist think... topic. This is like the well, mastermind. This is... this is like mastermind. Is this?
1: Is it real? This is oh, what. Um...
0: Specialist
1: Yeah, Danica, kind of... Is it? You've got an Instagram. Is it food with Sophie or?
2: Yes. You yeah, review. Can
1: I tell us a little
2: bit about that? Yeah, well, I just thought, I eat out so much, and I've seen other people, like, make food Instagram, so I was like, do you know mm. what, I'm going to make one, and just posted what I eat. When, well, now it's mainly, like, when I eat out. Um. Mm. So, yeah, I just made one, like, started, well, I've got quite a few, well, not a, a lot of followers, but I've got a few followers, and yeah, like, restaurants reach out to you and invite you to come, like, try a new menu, or come and try some food, so. For oh, 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 free? Yeah, so I've had like... Yeah, it's so good. Like Jollibee, you know, in town, they gave me like a £20 voucher just to go try some new burgers. Wow. Uh, Yeah, I think it was slapping. That's the dream.
0: Free burgers. We're in the the wrong game, Eddie.
2: We've done the wrong podcast.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we've done completely the wrong podcast.
2: Oh no. (laughs) And they'll literally invite you to come come and try food and just give you three vouchers to go around. Like one place, said, invite as many people as you want, because it was like a new takeaway opening. It was just like, invite as many as you want, and odd, whatever you yeah.
0: Wow. So you actually changed uh, one of our podcast listeners I'm regular guests, Laurie, his life really because he is a fat hippo religiously fat hippo and I, I always have to say fat hippo about four times on a podcast just to make sure they do sponsor us one day. If you do you know want to sponsor
1: us fat hippo we are
0: here. <laughs> um, but he went to Meat Stacker after your uh, after your most recent post and he said he said oh my god it was like the best burger
2: he's have ever had yeah do you know what fat hippo i was always like this is the best burger i've ever had in leeds mm-hmm. and then i went to meat stack last week or oh, and it, it, i think it's top fat hippo um wow but yeah but i would recommend everyone to go to fat hippo as well and i keep i'm surprised they haven't offered me free food yet because i think they put a burger on the menu because- are you listening
1: fat hippo <laughs> yeah,
2: free food I, <laughs> I like i said keep this burger on the menu and they've brought it back so I'm like sort of like taking credit for them bringing the burger back.
1: <laughs> you, you, you deserve a couple of freebies mm-hmm. if you ask me.
2: Yeah I know but yeah I'd say everyone go to Fat Hippo meets that because they probably are the best burgers in Leeds.
1: I think we've said Fat Hippo 20 times now so <laughs> that's worth the sponsorship <laughs> that's worth the sponsorship or a couple of free burgers that.
2: Yeah has at least be. a free burger I'd take a yeah. free burger
1: Has to be, someone has to get onto yeah. to them uh, we did. We did kind of look at your. Or I did. Sorry, your food stuff, Instagram, and the food on there does look amazing. Like yeah. just looking through it, I was starving. Like just <laughs> talking to my wife, saying like, and then she's going, "What are you looking at?" And I'm like, "Look," and right, she's jotting them down. We have to go here, here, here. So it does work. Yeah. So the fact that you're reviewing them and putting the pictures on makes me want to go. Laurie from our from the podcast went to Meatstack, so. You've got quite the following there. Is do you have any more ideas for the Instagram page? Have you thought about about a podcast or a YouTube channel or a TikTok account? Or do you have that in place now? Or any ideas? No,
2: I'm thinking I'm going to try make a TikTok account because I'm trying yeah. to like TikTok influence. I don't know how you become it, but I got like 3.5 million views on one of my videos. So I'm like, wow, yeah, TikTok. I'm gonna aim for next, but I just don't like. I just don't know what to do or what videos, but I'm thinking that's probably a good like market to try get into, mm-hmm. especially because I always see food videos and I'm like, oh,
1: I want to try yeah, that. Worked, yeah, yeah. But yeah. did you get 3.5 million hits on a food review?
2: No, it was when I were on holiday <laughs> and my oh. and I sat on, you know, like the wall to get a photo, mm. and like I moved my arm and my bag fell down the wall, like. <laughs> and yeah it was because ca- it was a photo it was on live so you can see me like reacting to it falling down the like i don't even know what it was but like onto the legend stuff so people were like oh my god did you lose your bag <laughs> yeah i'm trying to, trying to just post those tiktoks now
1: so what on sticking with food what is what is your favorite food
2: Oh, it's an hard question this i always have to think about it for a bit but i'd probably say i love mexican food like authentic mm. mexican food yeah. um obviously like tacos i love tacos um mm. yeah but i'd probably say, yeah tacos and then probably burgers second if yeah. good.
1: you can't beat a burger there's always a mood for it's like a mood in it if you're drunk they taste amazing if you're starving yeah. the t- you know like
2: Burgers, beef burgers, like different toppings. You can't go wrong with a burger.
1: Yeah, spicy ones, chicken ones, fish ones. <laughs> Fat hippo, <are> you listening?
2: <laughs> <laughs> We've had you a comment from Dave. A, burger, a burger podcast. I think I think that's your next call, him.
1: Yeah, next one. Go on me, sorry,
0: David Grant's put a comment in. Have you tried the veggie restaurant Prashad in Drillington? Oh no,
2: but I ha- is it the in- it's the Indian restaurant? I think, and I always yeah, it?
1: you're right. It is yes.
2: It's meant to be nice there, but no, I've never been. I'm quite a big meat eater, um, but I do I do need to try it because I've heard good things about it.
1: I could never go there. I just couldn't pay for a meal that didn't contain meat. Really? I just, yeah. I just feel robbed.
0: I, I, I so love like, a paneer curry, like the paneer cheese. It? Are,
2: yeah, it's really nice.
1: Oh, no. Ha- no you I'm, have to have meat. That's what you're paying for. That's the treat, really.
2: Yeah. No, I'm a big cheese eater
1: um is there a food that you you don't enjoy that you can't stand that you can't eat
2: um not really not a big fan of cheese you know though like, me I like too burgers but i don't like you know, like different cheese if they're a cheese board i wouldn't pick anything off of me it
1: too. Mm. yeah
2: it's, the thought makes me feel a little bit sick like cheese and crackers is just not for me it's
1: disgusting it's too dry it's awful
2: I don't get the hype with it, and that's probably controversial, but... It's
1: boring. Cheese is the most boring food to eat, <laughs> like, on its own. It's bland. It's, it's disgusting. Look at Reese's face. I... <laughs> I
0: cheese and biscuits you... and pork. What, what do you want out of life?
1: No. Awful. No. As soon as the che- cheese board comes out, like at Christmas, it's time to go home. I'm like, no, I'm done. I'm not having here. here. Leave me to I'm it. Not. Um, I think... I'm obviously older than you both. I know that for a fact because I'm quite old. I think kind of the food scene in Leeds, Sophie's, there's a lot of areas now that are have different, like, you know, Headingley and in town and Horsewood. There's all different kinds of food, restaurants and takeaways opening up. Do you think Leeds has had a, a massive boom? Like obviously you've been around a lot of places to review them. Do you think it's growing in in, in taste and in how cosmopolitan and the Different flavors and options are available across the city.
2: Yeah, I think we're getting so many more restaurants, especially the burger yeah. like boom the past like year. Mm-hmm. But still like when I look at Manchester, like every restaurant I see on Instagram is in Manchester. Yeah. So I think we are lacking a little bit. Like we're so behind Manchester, but we are getting we are up and coming. I think, and I want to open a restaurant because I just think we're lacking certain things. I'm like, I'm gonna fill the gap in that market one day. On for it, yeah. Yeah, so many ideas. Um, mm. yeah, the burger scene—I think it—that's it's top notch now. There's so many restaurants. Mm. I just think for casual dining, it's a it's a bit poorly still.
1: Mm. Mm. Gap in the market there, Soph. Yeah. <laughs> On to um, your teammates now. Got some teammate questions for you. Who's the best trainer at the club? Would you say?
2: Hmm. I probably say. I'd say sad one obviously Danny Anderson she she trains really strong um she's always at every training session probably Danny Anderson Hannah Butcher you probably wouldn't ever want to run at Hannah <laughs> but, oh yeah. no yeah, I don't I don't, I don't want
0: to drink with her either after what I heard from Danica did Danica <laughs> <laughs> yeah Hannah Butcher. but
2: yeah I wouldn't ever want to run at her her defense is just amazing oh it's, yeah
1: it's outstanding yeah I agree yeah
2: but yeah, probably the, the props train really hard all the time as well. Like Zoe, Zoe as well. She's very strong in training as well. Mm.
1: Who's the um, biggest mourner?
2: Oh, i would i probably say Tasha Gaines most of the time. It, it is <laughs> did, buddy, did, did Danica admit. say the same? <laughs> yeah, <I'm, I'm> she sure. <laughs> did. Yeah, yeah, I think she did. The theme here, sorry. Yeah, she'd probably agree as well. She'll probably admit she's she's quite a, a big mourner. But yeah, I'd probably give. Tasha gains that title.
1: Um, the most skillful at the club.
2: I'm probably gonna give that to Fran. I just look at some of the things Fran does, and I'm just like, yeah. "How does one person like do that?" She's yeah. just she's so skillful, and she's so mm. amazing, like on her feet. Um, mm. if I could like pick one player to like play, like I probably pick Fran because she's just she's just outstanding. You just never know what she's gonna do next, as well. Yeah,
1: she's superstar.
0: The scary yeah. thing about Fran is as well is that she is just so
2: young. Yeah, she is. You know, it's gone. frightening
0: how good she could be. Able- i have said it on the podcast last week, Danica, but we, we like it as the Harry Newman equivalent almost. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, scary, scary, scary good. Yeah,
2: and she's so confident as well in like her ability. Like I don't think she'd ever like mm. doubt herself, like taking on any player. So yeah, she's just gonna continue to grow. And I know she plays union as well and she's got aspirations in like rugby union as well. So Oh wow, yeah, I didn't know that. Mm. Yeah, I think she's gonna be probably one to watch in this World Cup and like for the future as well.
0: Mm, definitely. Who
2: does she play for union just out of interest. Um actually, she's studying units. I think it's Loughborough Union who plays for wow. that team.
0: Not like the best, one of the best sporting unis in the country.
2: Um, uh, (laughs) No, we're doing all right. Not
0: doing too bad.
1: The biggest drinker.
2: Gotta be Hannah Butcher, yeah. And I when I
1: see Butcher, like... <laughs> Kind of, kind of. As soon as I asked the question, I thought I know the answer to this.
2: Yeah, gotta be Hannah Butcher. I'd have given Danica title if she still played for us, but yeah, Hannah Butcher. I don't think anyone a doubt drinker. Probably in the team. Probably even Danica. Mm. would
1: not <laughs> mm. drink the man. Um, just on Danica. While you mention her, I bet, I bet she's amazing fun on a on a night out.
2: Yeah, me and Danica, we've had some good night outs. Yeah, we have. <laughs> yeah. Well, so the my... question that she asked us to ask, Lottie.
0: What was your she favorite off field to... moment?
1: What was your favorite <laughs> off field moment? Grant, what was your favorite grand final? Off field moment? There's something in that?
2: Hmm. Uh it probably probably a box. Uh, no Manhattan. I think candy. I think just listen to Candy. She'll know what I mean by that as well. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, who's the teacher's pet who's the coach's pet who's Lois's oh yeah, yes miss no miss
2: oh, that's hard I don't know you know somebody always says you're a teacher's pet as well but I can't remember who it's to um, <laughs> I don't know I'd probably say oh, that's an one. I probably wouldn't say anyone for that moment well,
1: yeah Jared, mm-hmm. I think I think Jared O'Connor dodged that one as well, didn't he, Reese? Yeah, it's
2: an advantage dodge I
1: it think as he well. Did. Yeah, I think he <laughs> did. <clears throat> Who's the toughest player you've ever come up against in the opposition?
2: Oh, that's a difficult one as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say probably Amy Highcastle. she's a yeah. she's a real Strong player, yeah, yeah, she's yeah, she's a good. Don't player. want to really defend against her because she is really strong. Um, but then I'd say, yeah, it's a toughie that one. I'd probably say, yeah, probably Amy Hardcastle. Jodie Cunningham as well. She's a really strong runner. She's and you just yeah. you can't um, predict what she's going to do as well. So yeah, I'd give it to one of the Saints girls. They're a strong, strong team. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Who's the funniest teammate you've got or had?
2: Um I probably say probably Tasha or Courtney as well. Courtney, Courtney is yeah, fun. yeah but she, in moments, Courtney she just comes out with some funny lines like on Sunday, well, she was just singing before we were about to kick off and it's just like Courtney, we're about to kick off. But, yeah, <laughs> hilarious. Just
1: yeah. Rocking out a tune.
2: <laughs> yeah, she has like the mindset of like a uh, big senior She's hilarious. <laughs>
0: She can do what she wants as long as she does that performance. I was about to say, game, if it were, it, it,
1: she can be singing Grease while she's walking <laughs> yeah. out. There. Yeah.
0: That kicking game in the second half on Sunday was just outstanding. Oh, yeah, <laughs> a, a, Sing is. along.
2: It's on Sunday.
0: Um,
1: the best dress sense of your teammates? Absolutely. stylish? El- you can say yourself.
2: Yeah, I well I would say I've a elfrin. I put myself up there for dress sense as well. Mm. I'll take a lot of pride in what I wear. So yeah, mm. the elfrin. But I'd say my dress sense is alright as well.
1: This <laughs> this next question goes hand in hand. It's interesting to see if you do answer who's got the worst dress sense.
2: I'm trying to think. Oh, I'd say for shoes, I'd take of B because she has some platform crocs. So for shoes, it's got to be <laughs> platform care. crocs. I've yeah. got to Google got to- this. I didn't even know they crocs. existed. Yeah, the, the Crocs with, like, a wedge on. I don't know where she's bought them from, but... Oh, no. she's ...got them and they're... they're oh, you're
0: looking at them, Reese? <laughs> I'm looking at them now, I'm like, wow.
2: Like, Crocs <laughs> Amazing. is like, to liking Crocs, but, like, the platform ones, it's just a no from me. <laughs> it
1: does sound wrong. My family, apart from me, are obsessed with wearing them. If my wife finds out about them, she's uh,
0: <laughs> Definitely definitely buying them that's my teammate
1: question, reese over to you with the
0: well i've got some mailbag and you've got some mailbag haven't you so... yeah with the
1: mailbag from our some questions from our listeners
0: um so ian's asked oh, ian said thank thank you so for sharing your thoughts and experiences at the time of the initial black lives matter protests um in rugby league is do you think rugby league's taking on board those messages and their implications for the game
2: yeah, I'd probably say that they're taking steps, yeah. I think a lot of sporting like, organizations are taking steps. I still think there's a lot to do though as well, and probably rugby league still yeah. has steps that it needs to take. But yeah, like especially with leads, like the women's team have been taking the knee still this year, which I think is like positive for the game. Um, but yeah, I think I think every organisation still has steps that they need to, to, to make just to um make like the sport a bit more like diverse, include more like races, yeah. yeah, steps that need to be made, but probably in a lot of organizations that's the same.
0: Thank you. Um Laurie, Laurie typically I asks three questions every time. Um <laughs> the first one, in fact two of these are food related. Uh the first <laughs> one is what would be your last ever meal? Oh that's a tough question that Laurie.
2: Yeah I've thought about this a lot, you know. So for starter, I probably have like. Three, I love <laughs> I've thought about this for so a while.
0: I've got a full seven course buffet prepared.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's definitely three courses. So probably maybe like salt and pepper chicken wings, or like salt and pepper chicken. Oh yeah, mm, yeah. We're
1: talking. Like... This is this podcast made me hun- hungry again.
2: <laughs> and then main, definitely like a massive burger. That's for like a tr- like a double burger with cheese and bacon in some onion rings chips and like mac and cheese as well as my salad. you have thought about this yeah (laughs) worried if I ever get asked a question like I need to know because I just don't want to make like it Mm. and then for dessert I'm not a big dessert fan but probably like a chocolate orange brownie or some jelly and ice cream I'm really simple with desserts, so yeah probably Mm. that for my last free course meal (laughs) Sounds delicious, to be fair. Brilliant. I was kind of
0: thinking after those first two courses, the reason why it'd be your last ever meal is because of all the carbs and everything (laughs) from all of that. (laughs) Um, Heart would be racing. Um, Slightly different food question and a simple one. Ketchup or brown sauce?
2: Oh, ketchup. That's easy, that. I don't really like brown sauce. Brown
1: sauce only. Yeah, but I think brown. But I, I think it depends on what. You know, I'd never have brown sauce on chips.
0: Yeah. Someone told me at work they had brown sauce on toast.
1: What? That's disgusting. No, that's... Yeah, I'm
0: not. Yeah, they should have brown sauce on toast.
1: I think it depends on what the food is, but nine out of 10 times, I do prefer brown sauce. Yeah. Oh, really?
2: Yeah, no.
1: And all around minute, I'm overthinking yeah, this. Move on, <laughs>
0: <me>. <laughs> this is why these podcasts are so long because you're thinking, me, it. Song, yeah. yeah. And uh, Laurie's final question is, is, What TV
2: character would you love to be? Oh, I don't know. That's the one I've not thought about. I'm gonna have to think about that. Um. Maybe like someone like Peaky Blinders. I'd like to be in Peaky Blinders. Maybe like Tommy Shelby's wife. That would be nice mm. character to he'd, play. You'd want a Brummie accent. <laughs> if it meant I was in a programme with Tommy oh, Shelby, I'd pick it, I think. <laughs>
0: um so David is kinda of, we've kind of already asked one of these questions, but he said, Who are the three most difficult players you've played against this season? So obviously we've mentioned Jodie Cunningham and Amy Harcastle. Uh, before is there any anyone else that you could add to that to complete the three?
2: I'd say this season Tara Stanley. I think she's been amazing, yeah. and she's probably one player we didn't stop when we played them um, a couple of weeks ago. So we know she's probably one of their biggest threats when we play them again next week. I think she's been phenomenal. I think she'll probably win Woman of Steel as well because she's played, played amazing this year. Mm,
0: fair enough. Um, And what do you think Rugby League clubs can do to expand the women's
2: game? I think it's just continuously, like, promoting the women's squad. Like, Leeds are so good at promoting us on, like, the social media, getting it out there when we're Mm. playing. Yeah, I think, like, promoting the women's team, using the women's team, like, for kit launches, like, alongside the as just get women's players' faces out there, like, make them become, like, a brand, like, role models for, like, Mm. girls and and boys to look up to, um, Mm. and, giving them the chance to play, like, curtain is in, in, in the stadium. I think that's a big thing, Um, having one club, like, the men and the women, like, working alongside together, which, which should hopefully grow the game. And the foundations as well, like, Leeds-Reiner's foundation, probably the reason so many young girls in Leeds are now playing rugby. So, yeah, having foundations, getting out there and engaging children at, like, a school level and then getting them into, like, amateur and local clubs and then progressing from there.
0: Mm. It's kind of a follow-up question that in the that, you know, if you were gonna go ten years into the future, wh- where would you hope that the rugby league women's game is?
2: I'm hoping that women are getting paid by then. I, I think it's close. I-, I think we are a few years away still, um for full time, but hopefully ten years women are able to play like full time. Um yeah. at least getting semi-professional, like getting paid for like match fees, hopefully in 10 years, I, f- I think we'll be there and playing at, as curtain raises at Old Trafford and Wembley still and playing at these massive stadiums.
0: Hmm. Yeah, massively, massively agree with that. Um, you've got your mailbag questions as well, Lottie?
1: I have, yes. We've had some DM'd and uh, emailed over to me. Um, first one's from Olivia. Olivia asks, is Sophie super excited for this year's World Cup?
2: Yeah, I'm excited. I think it, it's good that it's over over in England. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's good that the men, women, and wheelchair are all playing like at the same time as well. Yeah, so, yeah I'm, really excited. I, I'm rooting for for. I'm lucky. I can root for England and Jamaica, so I'm rooting yeah. for Jamaica. <laughs> I just think amazing like they've got a team in this world cup and i'm just hoping like they go out there show what they like can do perform like this top stage and hopefully we'll have a women's Jamaican team in the next world cup which will be good
1: yeah let's hope so um helena says please thank sophie for inspiring my two daughters to play sport they both really love watching the rhinos women's side so really inspiring
2: yeah, it's nice to hear that. Hopefully they just continue, just get them to keep watching and let them know that they've got every opportunity of playing for, like, Leeds Rhinos women's team. If they just keep performing or in whatever sport, just go out there and excel and just keep doing it. I think it's good, even if you're not, like, playing at the top level, just meet people, socialise, like, sports yeah. group, be able to do that.
1: Yeah, that's brilliant. you're clearly having a, a massive effect on on, a, on kids. Liam says, "Who are who are or were Sophie's idols growing up? Sport or otherwise?" Uh,
2: so probably like sporting idol, like I love like Usain ball, like I just mm. watching him race. Um, rugby, I probably say like, I used to love Brent Webb. Like growing yeah, up, people, fire, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I used to like idolise so like probably Brent Webb but yeah you can't like doubt like Kevin Sinfield I think he probably inspires so many young people right. growing up so yeah he's mm. a big in rugby league as well
1: and then from Melissa finally we, she, Melissa sent us three questions for you um, what is Sophie's favourite animal
2: Um, oh, I'd probably say turtles I love turtles yeah. yeah, so I'd put turtles up there. <laughs> it can be
1: ninjas as well, cat, so that's uh
2: Yeah. Many animals can say that. Though.
0: Oh, yeah. Sorry, I got that joke. A bit late. the ninjas.
1: <laughs> uh, what is Sophie's favourite drink, alcoholic and non-alcoholic?
2: Do you drink? Uh, oh, of course mm. you
1: do. Big party in 2018.
2: So <laughs> yeah. you know what? I, I don't actually drink a lot. I'm oh, probably, wow. Yeah, I go out, but most of the times I go out, I, I, I'll have one drink, if that. Like mm.
1: some...
2: some like easy to not drink. I don't really like alcohol. Um mm. but my like, favourite alcoholic drink probably, like, a um, mm. I probably say strawberry mojito. I can have them and then I get sick of it. Mm. <laughs> um yeah, soft drinks yeah, <laughs> yeah soft drinks I'm happy with like a Coke there or like a fan fruit to this I'm really mm. bad with like my I don't really drink a lot so that's one thing I improve on.
1: To work on. <laughs> and then the last one from Melissa and the last Question of the pod is what is Sophie's favorite city?
0: Other than Leeds, just putting that in there. Yeah, yeah that's that's yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that comes standard, obviously.
2: Whenever I'm going all the day, I'm always like, because everyone's like oh, Leeds, and I'm always advocating for Leeds. I'm like, it's so good, it's like it's the amazing. best. And I come back here and I'm like, no, it's not. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's, yeah, it's really bad. Um, I, don't, I can't even think what cities I've visited before. No, I don't know. I've got to Leeds. We'll go with Leeds. It's, there we really, go. Uh, it's it the is best. the
1: best. Just, <laughs> just, just a quick one that I kind of forgot, but I have got noted down here from Danica. We spoke about your injury earlier. And I just remember Danica on the podcast said that when it happened, you were incredibly calm. About it, you won't scream anything. How did you stay so calm during that injury?
2: I don't even know. Like, now I think back to it, I can't really remember like the pain or like what happened. I think because it was Mm. so I just let out my mind. But at one point, I know when they like put my ankle back in, um, yeah, I thought I died on the pitch because everything just went white. And I thought, no, I'm I'm a god of fear because I just didn't know what was happening. I was like, I need Mm. to wake up. Yeah, I think just the pain was so much; it just like numbs it, and I was just like, oh, "There's not I can do now," <laughs> so I just laid there. I was like, oh, just more annoyed because I was meant to move to Australia a few weeks after, so I was like, oh, "I'm not going to be able to go to Australia now."
1: Oh no way! No yeah. way! <clears throat> well, thanks a lot for joining us. That were
2: You're welcome. I enjoyed it. It were
1: it were brilliant. Brilliant to have you on. Good luck for the grand final. We are. It's obviously rooting for you. And well, we know you're going to win. We'll bring it back for us. Extremely confident in that. Thanks, everybody, for uh, sending your questions for Sophie. Um, yeah, that's the end of the podcast. Thanks a lot. See you on the next one. See ya. See ya.